Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 7 o'clock hour WIP morning show, a Wednesday morning, and you know what that means. Every Wednesday, 7 o'clock hour, the hardest working man in sports, Ross Tucker. Hey, Ross. John, what's up? Marcus, Ava, how is everybody? Everybody's awesome. Uh, uh, Ross, how are we feeling? Are we uh, somewhat recovered from a rigorous weekend of nonstop football? Yeah, you know what's funny is uh, I did the game Monday night, Packers-Rams, at Lambeau, by the way, which... Uh, everybody's got to put that on their bucket list. Such an awesome, awesome place if you've never been there. And so then I go to bed late, you know, after the game. And obviously I wake up in Green Bay in the hotel room to hop on with Angelo yesterday. I didn't realize my voice was like a frog until I started talking. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't talked to anybody yet. It was 540 Central time. So, um, And the funniest part about that, John, is... Next thing I know, I woke up at like 5.33. Right. So I was up for about seven minutes before I called in. And the funniest thing is Angelo obviously was not happy about Jalen being hurt, and that's fine. Um, Nobody should be happy that he's hurt, obviously. And he said, Ross, can you give me a logical explanation for why, you know, they didn't give the ball to Miles Sanders? So I tried to give him a logical explanation. (laughs) And next thing I know, I felt like I was getting yelled at well, by like, he, my third grade teacher. Yeah, well, we, uh, we, <laughs> he treated you as a, as hostile. That, that's exactly what he did. He treated the witness as hostile. Now, uh, real quick, I, I need. I was trying to inform Marcus Hayes of your rigorous work schedule. This past weekend, what games did you work, and what times were they again? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that bad. Friday, I flew to Minneapolis, and I did the Colts-Vikings on Saturday at 1, which obviously biggest comeback in NFL history was awesome. Then I flew right to Green Bay. Okay. And um, I did the Eagles pregame show, since it was an away game, from uh, a Green Bay hotel room. 
and on Sunday, and then obviously watched the games and everything, and then Monday night did Packers Rams with Kevin Harlan, and Tuesday went on with Angelo and did <laughs> no, a bunch of other stuff. No wonder you Joe sounded like a no wonder you sounded like a frog. <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny. Um, that's not that like that's not that crazy um, abnormal for me. Um, the abnormal part is that I got to Green Bay late on Saturday. And I just didn't feel like getting a rental car. Like, I just, I, I didn't want it, right? So, I get an Uber to the hotel. Guys, I was in a Green Bay, Ashwaubenon, uh, Wisconsin hotel room right. for like four days. I think I only left to go to the game and back. <laughs> so, I want you to picture me in a Fairfield Inn, okay? I don't know if that's two-star or three-star or whatever. The amount of, like, water cups and food and, the, the, like, I could have walked across the street to, like, Starbucks or Five Guys or something. It was so cold mm. that I literally would get the Fairfield breakfast that they have, like, for free in the, ba- in the lobby. And then I would take, like, four pieces of wheat bread and, like, eight <laughs> of those um, Jif packets and strawberry jam packets. And that was my lunch. Oh, my on. lunch was two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I just didn't feel like leave. Like I didn't want to walk. It, I can't even tell you how cold it was. So um, I don't. I, I do recommend going to Lambeau Field, and I think it's an amazing experience. I don't recommend four days in a Fairfield Inn in Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> well, well, I tell people this all the time, Ross. The the two places if you're a sports fan that you need to go before you die are Augusta National and Lambeau. Yeah. I'm, I'll actually add one more to that, Marcus, kind of, which is um, the Army-Navy game. Mm. And, and actually, even you really should go to West Point to see a game at West Point because it's really cool. I haven't been to Navy, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would agree with that. I actually, real quick side story, I went to uh, the Masters with my dad, I think when I was in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And I'm 14 years old, so this was just at the end. Uh, I, I think this is what ended me getting autographs. So I used to go to like Westchester to Eagles training camp when I'm 12 and 13. I would get Randall Cunningham's autograph and Reggie White and Keith Jackson and Keith Byers and all these guys, right? So my dad, my dad takes me to the Masters. He's a really big – my dad's really into golf. And I go to the driving range to try to get some autographs. And now I'm like in eighth grade and I'm 14. It was the first time in my life I was asking people for autographs that were shorter than me. <laughs> it, was like, it, was, it, was, it was like Ian Woosnam yeah. and these guys. And I remember thinking, yeah, this, oh my this God. is probably... I remember thinking like, I should probably be done with this. Von now. Hebron, can I have your autograph, please? Looking yeah, down yeah. at him. <laughs> That's a good pull right there. Wow. John. But I just thought, you know what? Once you're asking for autographs of people that are shorter than you, you've probably outgrown it a little bit. Well, you brought up the cold at Lambeau Field, and that's a perfect introduction to our conversation because it was bitter cold at, in Chicago at Soldier Field for uh, Eagles and Bears. And although right, we are focusing right now on you know who should be behind center come Saturday night at Dallas, and we're going to get to all that, but I need your point of view both as an analyst and a former lineman. So to put this in the most simplistic terms – the fan base and media is completely divided. There are half feel that, listen, the Eagles did what they need to do. Jalen Hurts just happened to get hurt. It's just the way that it is. 
There's the other half who say the Eagles' offensive game plan led to Jalen Hurts getting hurt because of how ridiculous it seemed. And it's, you know, the, the real field temperature at Soldier Field, according to the broadcast, was six degrees. So it's ice cold, it's windy, and Shane Steichen and Nick Sirianni came out passing the ball, nothing but passes, the first two drives. And to the extent that other than a design run or an RPO by Jalen Hurts, a running back did not touch the ball until 6.41 remaining in the second quarter. Ross, why would they game plan it, plan it that way? Well, remember, the, the plan is always dependent on what the defense does. And the Bears came out and thought exactly what a lot of Eagles fans thought, which is, you know what? It's really cold. Might not be easy to throw the football. Let's put an extra defender in the box to stop the run. Let's play primarily a single high safety in the middle of the field, which makes the outside receivers basically man-to-man, which, by the way, is why they had over 300 yards receiving. It's why A.J. Brown had his career high. Um, Although I did think that that kid for the Bears, Jalen Johnson, I was impressed by him. Uh, the corner on A.J. Brown, I thought it's kind of weird to say that when a guy has his career high, but I actually thought that corner did a pretty good job on A.J. I mean, even the ones he caught were contested. So the defense a lot of times is going to dictate how the offense operates. The other things that need to be noted, right, they just didn't have the ball very much. Right. I mean, I, you know, it, it felt like they didn't have the ball at all in the first half. So that's part of it, too, is that they weren't sustaining drives and the defense wasn't able to get off the field. I didn't like it that they didn't give the ball to Miles Sanders. I didn't like it that they weren't running it more. But they're always going to do early in the game whatever they think it takes to get the lead. They they desperately want the lead. Well, let me go to this then. And I can certainly, as much as I hate it, okay, that's the justification. Having said that, Jalen Hurts clearly in these passing downs wasn't himself. Like, he had a couple errant passes. He had two interceptions. We found that after the game he said he couldn't feel his fingers for a chunk of the game, which certainly makes sense as to why some of these passes weren't where they should have been. And you combine that with the number of scrambles that he had, and he had taken a couple significant hits while scrambling in that amount of time. At no point, does Steichen or Sirianni say, all right, you know, he's taking a couple hits. The passes aren't where they need to be. Maybe we can settle this down a little and run the ball. After all, Miles Sanders is coming off a career game. It's just that they didn't deviate from the original game plan. Yeah, so, um, again, I'm trying to give an explanation, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I thought they should have given the ball to Miles earlier. I thought they should have run the ball earlier because even if the other team has an extra guy in the box, I still want to see – what, how the offensive line does against it. Yeah. Um, when you run the quarterback, you have an extra blocker. You, you kind of have an extra guy, right? So if they're going to have eight guys in the box to stop the run, if you run miles and Jalen's not a threat on the play, then you're a man down. If you run Jalen, then it kind of evens the score a little bit. The other thing that we don't really know is on the read plays, mm. you know, number one, it seems like they were they were giving Jalen the read that it, he had to run the ball. 
Which, by the way, let me just say this. This is probably how I would defend the Eagles. Okay. Especially in bad weather, I would, number one, um, I would not let them run the ball down my throat. I would put the safety in the box. I would challenge the receivers. And I would make Jalen Hurts prove that he can make those throws to the outside and down the field consistently. Take my chances, perhaps, with some of those big plays. And on the read plays, I would have Jalen run it and try to smash him. I, 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 would, I would take away Miles Sanders on the read plays, and I would have Jalen run it. I don't think he's as explosive as Miles. Mm. He's certainly not as explosive as, Jay, as uh, Justin Fields. Jeez, watching that game. And then I would try to smash Jalen. Honestly, well, I thought the Bears had a really, really good game plan. That The concern I have, guys, is I, I do think teams – are going to try to replicate that. Now. Sure, right. Well, it, it, it leads into my next question. Is 17 rushes too many for your quarterback? Absolutely. Yeah. So, it, But if that is the, if the Bears have laid out a blueprint, and clearly they don't have the talent to match up against the Eagles, and the Eagles capitalized in the end. But if the Bears lay out the blueprint, and every, uh, every opponent they're going to face moving forward is vastly better than the Bears, how do you limit the number of scrambles by Jalen Hurts, leaving him open to such hits. I know that's part of his game. I get it. But as we both pointed out, 17 is way too many. I also thought, just as an aside, that I have never seen Jalen taking hits like that. Mm. He didn't do a very good job of getting down or avoiding big collisions like he normally does. That's actually, I, I believe, a major strength of his game. And... He didn't really do that. And the answer is, honestly, as much as anything else, you have to either throw it better or you got to run it with miles anyway. You have to call more just give plays. You have to call more designed Miles Sanders runs and say, you know what? Maybe we don't have the number count advantage. Maybe this isn't the most advantageous way to attack them right now based on how they're lining up and defending us. But it's okay sometimes to just kind of plow and get three to five yards at a chunk. It doesn't always have to be, you know, um, doing what the defense gives you. Sometimes, I think it's sometimes, John Mm -hmm. and Marcus, I think sometimes it's a little bit of a a misnomer that you can't run the ball against a stacked box. It's It's not as easy, but if you get past... You know, if you leave the the furthest guy away, you leave the furthest guy unblocked, you can still block the point of attack people. And actually, because there's only one safety rather than two, you actually have more of a chance to break a long one. Yeah, to your point, Ross, they had, you know, 315 passing yards. They had 99 yards and two interceptions before they started giving the ball to Miles Sanders. They gave the ball to Miles Sanders, and then they started gaining yardage, and that offense worked much, much better. Well, and I think part of that, though, Marcus, I would say is is Jalen started throwing it better too. You know what I mean? Like I, I and I don't know if that's because he was handing it to Miles or whatever. But the the wildest part of the whole thing is I feel like Jalen threw the ball his best after his injury. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? It I mean, is. It's very weird. Well, it's going to lead like, into yeah, yeah. Go it's going no. It's going to lead into so much we're going to talk about this morning with you, Ross. Two one five five nine two. 9494. Everybody on hold, Jimmy and Hassan and Andy and oh, Clifford Lentz and Jason and Dennis.
Uh, you heard Taylor Swift. You know that means it's a Ross Tucker Wednesday. And, uh, uh, Ross, uh, at a certain point, you and Marcus Hayes will not be seeing eye to eye. In fact, it may come to blows. Uh, he's not, uh, he's yeah. not here. <laughs> what, what, what? He's also a giant. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that wouldn't that wouldn't end real well for Marcus. As long as he as long as he signs a waiver or throws the first punch, I'd be down. I haven't been able to punch somebody in a long time, man. Well, uh, you're. I, I'm not going to talk about it now, but to give everybody a preview, uh, you and Marcus do not see music the same way. What you enjoy, Marcus thinks is absolute trash. To put it mildly, that is, that is not accurate. It's not. It's it's semi accurate, <laughs> which is which is like an upgrade for you. Oh God! How did this turn into me, Ava Graham? You I need to start, start something. What do you I mean? How did it turn? Get... You, Excuse you... me, sir. I am the moderator here. I, I yeah. am not to be the target of criticism. I'm going to have to side with Marcus on this. You said that it was going to lead to blows. It will lead to blows. Gonna... Verbal blows. Yeah. Oh, I, listen. I promise you. When Marcus <laughs> reveals what he said before the show, Ross may never speak to him again. Marcus. I I I don't, I don't believe, actually I don't believe that about Ross. Well, I think we'll, he can rise above it. No, I Ross do. is a great guy, but everybody has limits, and he's going to. <laughs> Some things are precious. He's going to poke the bear <laughs> one too many times. Some things are anyway, sacred. Please don't so, poke the bear. Brought uh, to you by yeah. Armin Chevrolet. Over eighty-five vehicles available during Armin Chevrolet's Red Tag Year End event. This is ArminChevy.com. Find your roads to Armin Chevrolet closer than you think. Which upcoming Eagles game matters more to you? People between the Cowboys and the Saints. Mm-hmm. Fifty-six percent say the Cowboys. Ooh! Wow! How about that? So, Ross, this is a hold on a second. Hold on a second. I have a question. Okay. What What's the argument for the Saints? What meaning more? There, and that's what we're about to get into. So, there is a uh, a very large faction of fans and some media, Ross, who believe that you should take the Cowboys lightly. It's no big deal. You can lose to them. Because you can kill two birds by beating the Saints. Number one, you can wrap up the number one seat. Uh, number two, the Eagles own the rights to the Saints' first-round pick, so therefore well, that pick becomes better. And the context of the contention is if Jalen Hurts doesn't start, it diminishes your likelihood of beating the Cowboys, but is it worth it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not just who would you rather beat. Certainly you'd, everyone would rather beat the Cowboys, but at what cost and at what risk? So, uh, Ross, that's why there is the focus more on the Saints than the Cowboys by many. Yep, no, I understand that. Um, A couple thoughts on that, right? Because there's a bunch of different factors. I personally don't think Jalen Hurts will play on Saturday. Okay. Um, And I think that's probably wise for a lot of different reasons. But are people that think the Saints is more important, are they suggesting – that the Eagles should sit other starters? No. And that rest is, other no, guys? Absolutely It, it not. hasn't been to that extent, but many are viewing it as, as this game as almost a bye week, that it's all right, it's no big deal, you know, they'll be fine, they only have to win one of their final three, why not let it be the Saints over the other two remaining, uh, of the three remaining opponents? Yeah, so the one point I'll make that I think is really important is that you can never take any win or game for granted. The Saints are not a terrible team. They are I mean they're better than the Bears and they are capable of beating the Eagles cuz I've heard this a lot and you guys know I'm from Reading and all my buddies are texting, "Oh, we only have to win one of the next three. It doesn't matter. We only have to win one." Like 
that's that's not that mindset mm-hmm. is not how you have success in life. That mindset is not how you become an NFL player in the first place. Like you can't look at it that way. Because here's what happens. You look at it that way, right? Okay, you lose to the Cowboys. Well, then what happens if you lose to the Saints? Sure. You know, if you lose to the Cowboys, then you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself against the Saints because you sure as heck don't want it to come down to the last game that you have to win against the Giants. You can't rest your starters, and the Giants need to win to go to the playoffs and blah, 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 blah. So then you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself against the Saints who will come in here probably with – um, no pressure, just come out and, you know, I maybe they'll still be in it in the NFC South, but sometimes teams play better when they have, quote-unquote, nothing to play for. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like about the idea of Hurts not playing is I like whatever the shoulder injury is to try to get that thing healed up for the last two games. I also like, which I think is tying into the conversation here a little bit, if you have stuff that you really like against the Cowboys, right, there's a pretty decent chance they're going to see them in the playoffs. So do you utilize it in this regular season game? Right. Or do you save if, – if you've got a couple things schematically that you like, do you, do, you, do you use them all Saturday night or do you save some of them? The, fa- the thing I like about Minshew is – He's a different player than Hertz. They would call it differently. So it's almost like the Cowboys aren't, aren't going to get a real good feel for what the Eagles coaching staff, how they would use Hertz against the Cowboys at this point in the season. Because with Minshew, it's a different offense. Mm-hmm. Jimmy and Hatfield's on WIP. How you doing, Jimmy? Doing good. How about you? Doing great, Jimmy. Say hi to Ross. Hey, Ross. How's it going? Jimmy, what's up? Hatfield, how are you? Uh, good, good. So I, I think I have a unique perspective. So I actually grew up in Texas, DFW area. I, I might be the only person with a Jalen Hurts jersey that has an outline of the state of Texas tattooed on their elbow. <laughs> um, and, and that being said, you know, I think there's a degree of separation, um, you know, from the typical fans up here. And I, I don't want them to play Saturday because I look at it like, you know, what if this was a big rival, you know, and it was your kid and there was like a scholarship, you know, would you be like, oh, no, I want I wanted to play no matter what, you know, like Fort Worth, our big rival was Burleson and Crowley, you know, but I wouldn't want my buddy to play Crowley just because I want to beat Crowley. Mm-hmm. If, if that game doesn't really matter, I want him to be well-rested so he can benefit the team and, and play when it counts. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I get it. I hate the Cowboys. I grew up there, and I can't stand them. But putting that aside, I think if I were to just say pit him in so we can beat the Cowboys, that's me being selfish. Well, but, but, Jimmy, here's what is like an interesting twist on all this. So Hurts uh, sustained this injury in the third quarter. He went on to throw for a hundred and some yards after the injury. I know that's in the moment. You're, you know, it's it, you're hyper focused, so you're going to feel differently the following morning. Um, but but Ross is. It's a shoulder what? A shoulder strain? Is that what it's listed as, Marcus? Or just a sore shoulder? Shoulder sprain. Boo-boo. Um, Marcus, given where we are at the point in the season, the importance of this game, and Jalen Hurts at this point, you know, 
unless something unless he doesn't play the rest of the way, he wants to win MVP and it's back and forth between he and Patrick Mahomes. There's a ton of incentive to want to play this exact game. Well, I mean, it, it, I think that if you are Jalen Hurts and you're at 75% and the and part of your impetus for wanting to play on Saturday is to win the MVP, you're having an out-of-body experience because I don't think he works that way. I don't think he really cares about when The only MVP he wants is MVP of the Super Bowl. Ross, uh, how much does the possibility of winning MVP play a factor in maybe Hurts pushing to play? Well, first of all, I would disagree with what Marcus said right there. Despite anything Jalen Hurts says publicly, he does want to win the MVP. Hmm. It, it would be um, – it would go against human nature to not feel that way. He wants to win the MVP. That said, I agree with Marcus that I I have had some people suggest that he should play because they want him to win the MVP. That that should not be a factor at all. I mean, they are trying to win a Super Bowl. And even Jalen Hurts, as much as he wants to win the MVP, would be the one to tell you to back up what Marcus is saying mm. that – that should not be a factor in whether or not he plays on Saturday. Right. You know, they have a really competent backup quarterback. This is not a situation where they're putting in some guy that has no shot whatsoever. And I don't like the idea. In fact, I hate the idea of Hurts playing against the Cowboys and Micah Parsons chases him down and – hits him and he lands on that shoulder again or Lawrence or any of those guys think about how we would all feel watching the game Saturday every time Hurts takes a shot every Mm -hmm. time Hurts gets knocked down to the ground that would not be a good feeling I I would not be happy about that Uh, Jimmy I want to get you a spin on this prize wheel I hate the Dallas Cowboys more than anything else in this world I need something someone in sports you hate I lived in Louisiana for a while. I cannot stand the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> for you, I'll give you a spin there, Jimmy. You're going to get number 12, Cindy Slot. Congratulations. You won a Philadelphia Phillies vintage bobblehead. Uh, oh, Andy from Debford's on WIP. How you doing there, Andy? What up, Jan Janssen? How's it going, buddy? Everything's good, Andy. You all right? Oh, yeah. Ross, did you ever hear the caller Black Gritty on the air? Absolutely. You remind me of him so much. When you get on, it's just like, clear the lane. Ross is talking to everyone. Shut up. Jeez. <laughs> Man. I'm glad to get words in over there. But Black Gritty, uh, Black Gritty always, like, tees me up when he comes on. He like I, I, I don't know why he does that, but I love it. He's a great caller, yeah. Well, as far as the quarterback and playing, like, well, what are we talking about? Well, why are we going to – why would we play him in this game? Like, we want to win the Super Bowl. We're not worried about winning an MVP, okay? The the goal of the team is to come out on top in February in Arizona for that Super Bowl. I mean, what are we talking about? There's no way he plays on Saturday. No way. Now, now hold on a minute. Hang on a minute. I don't care what the quarterback says. It ain't happening. Now, hold on a minute, Andy, because I, I need you to hear something, you and Ross, real quick. Because, uh, uh, Ross, Nick Sirianni was on the morning show yesterday, and, of course, he was asked about Jalen Hurts' status, and he was very typical coach speak. Eh, it's sore. We'll see how it plays out. And then I don't know what happened. 
between when he spoke to Angelo and when he stepped to the podium at the Novacare complex because he sounded a lot different. Same question posed to him at Novacare. What's going on with Jalen Hurts? Um, he's at a sprained shoulder, and I do not put it past Jalen Hurts. I don't put anything past Jalen Hurts um, as far as his mental and physical toughness. So there's a chance he could play this week. And so he heals fast. He's a free. His body is not like, pardon me, yours or mine. He came back fast from his injury last year. Um, and, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I will not rule him out. I will not put a timetable on him. Um, and we'll see. We'll see what happens this week. Uh, Ross, I don't know if Sirianni is caught up in his own thoughts right there, but that was uh, a very interesting response. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally think that's gamesmanship. I'd be really, really surprised if he plays. I think that they are trying to um, – Trying to keep the Cowboys off the scent, right? Trying to have the Cowboys prepare for both. Here's how I look at it. When the reports came out from Garofalo and Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter that Hertz had this shoulder injury, they all sort of said, um, likely to miss time. You know, Gardner Minshew in line to get the start. Those are not people, those are not things that they say without someone um, telling them that. Mm. Now, if we want to go real deep and say that perhaps Hertz will play and that whoever told them that about Hertz's injury and Minshew was really trying to put the Cowboys in a tizzy, we want to go like conspiracy theory, then that would be wild. I tend to doubt that. Andy, I'm pressed for time, think, but go ahead. Oh, go ahead. What are we going to say? I th- I, I'm with Ross. I think it's gamemanship, right? You, you look at when we played the Giants last week when Barkley was banged up. He barely played. Did the Giants come out and say, hey, Eagles, we're not going to play Barkley a lot. We're going to save him for the next week against the Redskins in a game we really have to win? I mean, come on. It, the teams are never going to come out and say a player's not playing if he's hurt. Andy, who do you, who do you hate? I'll get you spin. All right, this is who I hate. The biggest used car salesman fraud ever. How about that bum, Chip Kelly? <laughs> Hang in there, Andy. Used car salesman is a great way to do it. Oh, number 12 again. You get a Keith Jones autograph card. Not sure what you'll do with it. 215-592-9494. You got a, cre- a question for Ross. The perfect time to ask it. On the other side, I need to get more into the quarterback situation because, of course – but specifically the mindset of Jalen Hurts and how much say he will have as to whether he plays Saturday or not. Make it stop. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Excuse me. That's Taylor Swift, Marcus. Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. Well... That's a preview of what to expect later on in the 8 o'clock hour. Welcome back, everybody. WIP Morning Show on this Ross Tucker Wednesday. Uh, so, Ross, as we're a mere days away from Christmas now, and we you pre- pre- uh, previewed for us, I guess it was this time last week, your very work-heavy schedule going into actual Christmas. Um, is your wife handling all the shopping for, for, you know, helping Santa with the shopping, or are uh, you assisting Santa? Uh, no, I don't do any of that. No? Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> based, on, based on, as far as I can tell, um, John, it seems to me like UPS, FedEx, and Amazon do all the uh, Christmas shopping. <laughs> I mean, these guys, they come up here. We got 
Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable how often one of those trucks comes up our driveway and drops stuff off. I don't know that my wife. So, um, full disclosure, my wife, you know, works full time, mm-hmm. and we have two little girls, and you know, they have after school activities and stuff. So there, there's really isn't a lot of time for her to go shopping. I'm sure a lot of people driving right now can relate. So. I think don't don't tell her uh, boss, but I think she primarily does the uh, Christmas shopping online while at work. Maybe she does it at night. I don't know. That's a she good does when, She does it when you're out of town online. She's like, I, I got nothing. Yeah, there. that's probably true. Yeah, <laughs> you you spent four days in Green Bay. She she spent four days online. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ross, I, I need to talk to you about this. Um, Come Saturday, we do not officially know who will be quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles yet. I assume we'll probably know on Friday, but who knows. Um, Jalen Hurts, how much of a say does he have as to whether he will play or not? Um, If he comes forth to the coaching staff, uh, to Nick Sirianni on Thursday and says, I want to play, how do you handle it? And my contention is, Ross, I mean, he – I – I'm I'm leery if he will be honest. Like you guys, when you played, sure, you 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 were you were honest. Sometimes you 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 figured out okay, what are what are what is the benefit to admitting how hurt I am? You know what I'm saying? So what what do you well, what's your read on him? A lot. Right, you're that's what I mean. Yeah, a lot. yeah. Um, well, I think that he and Sirianni have built up a pretty good trust level. And that goes both ways, right? Like Sirianni is going to say, Jalen, I, I really, you got to be honest with me. Like, how are you feeling? Now, I, I personally think it's more likely that that conversation happens next week. But you got to be honest with me. How are you feeling? H- how do you feel? And then the flip side is the same, which is when Jalen, if that instance happened and Jalen said, Coach, I really want to play. It's the Cowboys. I'm fine. I finished the last game. I played well. I'll be smart about it. I won't take shots. Please let me play. Sirianni has to say to Jalen Hurts, hey, I know you want to play. And trust me, I want to watch you play. But you got to trust me now that I have your best interest in mind. And my best interest for your best interest is that you are healthy enough to perform at a high level in the playoffs so we can win this Super Bowl and you can be a legend forever and you can get the $50 million contract or all that stuff. It feels like those guys, and I I noticed this even back when, um, you know, when we were interviewing Sirianni before the first preseason game, Jalen Hurts was waiting, you know, for us to interview him. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, they had a they had an interesting relationship. Like they they really have a close relationship. They really they really have each other's back because they both kind of have this underdog mentality, and they both realize they're <laughs> in it together. Yeah, neither one of them belongs in the league in the league where they're where they're at as a you know as of three years ago. You wouldn't have predicted either guy would be in this situation, right? I think that they are smart enough to realize. That they're kind of they're kind of in this together, right? And they're tied, and and one success begets the other success. 
Um, it's a good question, John, but I think I think the the real um, answer to that is it's all about trust. And I do think there are other teams and other situations where they perhaps don't have that level of trust. Sure. Well, I mean, the next question I'm about to ask you, there's a very specific reason I ask this. If he does not play against Dallas, do you think that will impact him in the MVP voting? Yes, I do. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it already has. Yeah. It already has because if you look at the MVP odds, um, they changed significantly just on the fact that he has the injury at all. The, the MVP odds went from him being the favorite to now Mahomes is the favorite again. You know, on some level, guys, the MVP is a little bit like the Heisman. And Jalen, remember also, I think people know, but it's a, it's a regular season award, so the playoffs don't matter. Jalen Hurts, if the Cowboys had beaten the Jaguars and Saturday was sort of a super important game for the number one seed for the NFC East, and Hurts went out there and played really well, and the Eagles won, and they clinched number one seed and all that stuff, I think he probably would be the MVP. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't play at all, it really takes away a significant amount of eyeballs watching him in a big spot. He's missing his chance to have like his Heisman moment, so to speak. Sure. Well, the reason I ask you that specifically is because it bugs me, and just getting your reaction for the comment I'm about to make, the game plan from Chicago or the amount of times they allowed Hurts to scramble as many times as he did left, left him more susceptible to that potential hit, which he took, a linebacker you know, slamming their weight down on his shoulder. That game plan or lack of adjustments may end up costing Jalen Hurts tens of millions of dollars. Well, I don't I – don't, where, where are you coming up with well, that? Well, if he doesn't win the MVP, right? You know, you win the MVP, not only is it, you know, amplifying or uh, raising the number of uh, – amount of money you're going to get in your contract, but the number of endorsements you're going to get that comes along with it, everything that's monetary. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't think him winning the MVP or not is going to impact his um, – his contract with the Eagles. Mm. I don't think it's going to impact the tens of millions of dollars. I think the Eagles are more concerned with how well he performs in the playoffs. Regardless, the Eagles are going to give him a contract, and it's going to be a lot of money because he's earned it. Yeah. Williams on WIP. How you doing there, William? I'm doing good, man. How about you, buddy? Doing great. Hurts, Hurts cannot play Saturday. There's Cowboys defense will look for that chance to put him out for the rest of the season, and that is Super Bowl hopes. Minshew can beat the Cowboys. Let it ride. <laughs> to the first part of your comment, William, don't you think the Saints and the Giants will look to do the same? I think they will, but that one-week arrest might be exactly what he needs to be more healthy to not be so injury-prone in the final part of the season. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean this to offend Gardner Minshew. It would be a wonderful story. But what gives you the confidence that someone who has ridden the bench all year is just going to jump in in a massive game on Christmas Eve and do what is necessary to take down uh, the Cowboys who have everything to play for? This hurts his style of play. This has been something that could have came about at all year. So you know for a fact that Minshew's a professional. He's been there waiting for this opportunity to show other teams He's a starter. 
I mean, you know what? You know what's interesting the guy's about there that? for a reason. You got to let him show it. You you know what's interesting about what he just said hmm. um, about hurts. You know, could have gotten hurt all year. I'm just sitting here thinking, Lamar Jackson's missed the last couple games. Yeah. Um, Justin Fields missed at least one game, maybe more, after he hurt his shoulder running the football. You know, I think as long as Hurts running is going to be a big factor of his game, I think we have to acknowledge what I would term the likelihood that he misses a game or two every year, and we have to almost account for that and um, just realize that that's a distinct possibility. That's, that's part of it when your quarterback is a significant part of your run game. William, give me uh, someone in sports you hate. Cheating Astros. The, what do you say, the Astros? Is that what he said? The Astros. Yep. Hang in there, William. Let's give you a spin. Number six. Congratulations. You won a 2022 Hess flatbed toy truck with the hot rods. That's an awesome Christmas present. You get that at uh, HessToyTruck.com. Uh, Hassan's on WIP. Hey, Hassan. How you been, man? I've been good. How you guys been? Doing great. Awesome. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. Um, Ross hit on a, a few issues that I wanted to talk about. But then, did anybody hear the interview that um, Michael Parsons had? Oh, the one on Von Miller's podcast? On, on Von Miller's podcast, yeah, yeah. of course. It was a so, huge talking point. Absolutely. So that's, in the back of my mind, I think Hertz was thinking about that, too, as well, the comments that he made about him. And then also, I know he's not a profitable individual, but at the end of the day, I know he – he wants to win the MVP. He's not selfish. It's not it's a uh, personal accolade, but I think he still wants to win it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I think Michael Parsons is going to come in to try to hit him a few good times just to let him know, yeah, I know you heard me, and, and I'm coming for you. <laughs> it's, scary. It's, a, it's a little scary, you know, because at the end of the day, if he does get hurt in that game, just trying to, you know, show that he is the leader of the team and through injury he can play. Because a lot of quarterbacks that they did it, you know, uh, McNabb played with a broken leg. Yeah, you know, um, uh, Foles played. Uh, Wentz tried to play. He tried to finish the game when he uh, tore his ACL. It's it, it's scary. It's a little scary for him to go in to do it. I understand why. You know, locking the game up is a great thing to do, but mm-hmm. that he could sit out and play the New Orleans game if it feels better. Well, it, I think. Ross, the um, and you know, Hassan, let me get you a spin. Who is someone in sports you hate? Well, I hate this generation, this era of basketball, NBA basketball. <laughs> That's a really good one. Hang in there, Hassan. Number 11, which will get you a Keith Jones autograph card. So sorry. 215-592-9494 is how you get involved. Everybody hang tight. I'm going to get your calls. So much more to get into. You got a question for Ross. Perfect time to jump on board. It's 757. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.